And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 300. And don't worry, guys. We're not celebrating at 300 episodes nor 400 episodes. Our next celebration for this will be at around 500 episodes because we've already celebrated at 100, 200. Don't need to be celebrating for podcasts generally. We just keep going and keep building. That's it. So, yeah, our next milestone celebration will be at 500 episodes, actually. And then we're going to have hot strippers, OnlyFans models, the usual, you know. Amaranth's going to show up. We'll have, like, you know, Ethan Van Skyver on, Eric July, Alex Steinfield, you know, Nerdrotic. Should be a should be a banger show. I sounds like it. Yeah. Now, there's a little bit of a problem with that. Actually getting with people on the show together all at once. That might I'm- be the- I'm sure you can swing it. That sounds easy. I, I'm sure, yeah. you know, if anything, I think right now getting EVS and Eric July on the same show, probably the easiest thing that anyone could possibly do. Exactly. Yeah. And as you guys know, this is Frost Comics. This is going to be his third appearance on the show. Yes. And there's an interesting line of things to talk about, not just with like Dragon Ball or whatever. You know, indie comics has been going through its own fair share of, yeah. uh, you know, drama, actually. It's been pretty yeah. crazy to think about, man. It's like, you come to this space to have like a creative mindset and you think you're going to meet like light, like individual people, you know, just like yourself. And turns out it's probably just as bad as here as it is in the mainstream, <laughs> maybe even worse because yeah, it's yeah. More, a lot more cutthroat. It seems like sometimes because there are a lot of people who view it as mm-hmm. like they view everybody as competition. And they think that if, you know, if someone mm-hmm. donates to your book, then they won't donate to theirs. So like they're, very eager to try and undercut anybody that they, they perceive as a threat. In their yeah. Regard, you know, cause at least with like mainstream comic book media or just like big two in general, mm-hmm. you know, these people always just come out and they tell you the game plan, you know, so you already kind of know going in some of these yeah, guys. Well, like absolutely. I mean, of think, of, think about it like the last couple of years, you know, gosh, I guess a decade. If you think about mm-hmm. some of the people that they've hired, they've hired people like, zoe quinn and they've hired you know (laughs) wrestlers and stuff to do comic books and it's um i'm not even you know ironically i'm not even disparaging zoe quinn um i'm just saying that zoe quinn um is probably not going to sell a huge number of comic books (laughs) to the people who are fans of hers imagine you know yeah yeah so if you're if you work for um uh Disney Marvel. I was going to say Disney, but I mean, that's Disney. If you work for Marvel slash Disney, if you work for Warner Brothers slash DC, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, yeah, they want you to produce the best book that you can. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter. You know, they don't yeah. they, they they're really just intellectual property farms at this point. So, like, if you don't mm-hmm. produce a great book, it doesn't really matter. So, like, if you you could be um, working at Marvel. And it doesn't matter if the um, the gay Alan Scott Green Lantern book sells a million copies or 10 because it, yeah. it doesn't affect what you get paid. It doesn't affect how many books you get brought into to, to write, mm-hmm. you know, so none of it matters. So um, it probably is a lot more cutthroat now in indie comics because, you know, they're they're you know, we're we are over here and I've got a finite income and you've got a finite income and everybody that, you know, if we want to back every book you know i guess eventually we would run into a, a roadblock where we're not just going to be able to back every single book for every single indie creator so mm-hmm. yeah um i think that, that it probably is a lot more cutthroat right now for that reason yeah because i remember what you were talking about the whole uh, tim sheridan dc comics issue yeah he made that video and mm-hmm. he gave the entire game away and he and he basically yeah. with that one video he kind of destroyed everything these companies were basically standing on but you know yeah. ev- eventually i gotta do a 
real psychoanalysis of that video because he really did break down how bad things are over there. But even with that yeah. video itself, he talked about like royalties and whatever. And dude, that book ain't selling on the level to get like royalties. And no, he's talking about like one of the most. I'll say Alan Scott's unpopular, but when people think Green Lanterns, they think John Stewart and Hal Jordan, and that's yes. it. So yeah, absolutely. You're fighting well, scraps. Alan <laughs> Alan was the the precursor that was that existed before, and that was before most people's time, mm-hmm. and certainly most people's time now. You know, now right, you've yeah. got you know you, you you think of like you said, you think of the the mm-hmm. cartoon with John. Mm-hmm. You think of if you're a comics guy, you probably think of Hal first. You mm-hmm. might think of. Um, ryan reynolds portrayal of how if you saw that <laughs> yeah. movie um but that i mean that's green lantern for the most part uh maybe some of the green lantern adventures stuff that, i mean i heard those are good but they don't have the staying power of like justice mm-hmm. league so most people who think of animation they they go to john so you know then most people don't really think of alan scott and you know it has nothing like regardless of his retconning into a gay man with two children whatever he just predates a lot of people's introduction into the character of green lantern um so i mean most people aren't going to really it 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 really it really feels like if you remember back in like what was it 2012 13 14 Mm -hmm. whenever it was when they did um they relaunched batwoman and like the they they when they relaunched batwoman they didn't relaunch batwoman saying we've got an amazing new take on batwoman this is going to be so compelling everyone's it was like she's gay that was the whole thing and it like so she licks vagina yep she licks vagina better than you (laughs) <laughs> and, and but that, that was the whole selling point is like you want to buy this character because she's gay and it's like the same thing where it feels like a it feels honestly like an empty gesture like mm-hmm. they want to get the back pats for being progressive but they don't really want to take a risk you know they don't want to they're not going to take a real risk they're not going to make superman gay they're going to make superman gay you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it's his son and he's he's kind of a little gay but like not clark kent he's not mm-hmm. gay it's not it's not Hal that's gay. It's not John that's gay. It's mm-hmm. it's Alan Scott, the one that no one cares about that's gay. Okay. That's really brave of you, DC. Yeah, it's it's one of these things where like not everything mainstream comic related is like just even gay. A lot of it's just not interesting and bad. Like no, it's just you, bad, bad story. Do you going. go on yeah. like League of Comics Geeks and to see like everything that comes out? I, I I don't because I've completely I'm I've completely abandoned everything mainstream. Like I at this point, um, I know a lot of people who read a lot of mainstream comics. Well, not mainstream comics. I should say, um, non-independent comics. Like there's still a lot of really good stuff published by people like, um, you know, Dark Horse and IDW and Image and everything. And yeah. I know people who read those. Um, I but I've but I've I, I stopped... wouldn't consider those indie. I know people consider those indie. No, no, no. Like they're kind they're... of in between, right? Like because they're yeah. not as big as Marvel and DC, but they're but certainly they have a name than, value like... t- attached. Like people know who they are. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, like what I mean is they don't have to crowdfund. They 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 exist yeah. and they can just they they can just take a book and say, we think this will sell this many copies. We're going to print this book. Um, yeah. And indie indie creators can't really do that generally. Hmm. Like, like, if you go on, if anyone watching this goes on League of Comics Geeks to see how much stuff gets released week, well, I say weekly, yeah, it's insane. It's the fact that you have all this oversaturation, and it's not even that a lot of the characters are even gay. It's just the really the gay ones just really stand out to be like the most absolute dog shit ones. A lot of it's just plain not interesting from an art standpoint because you yeah. won't really know what what the story is until you actually buy it. So yeah. what would have to get you in is the art. I look at like a lot of the art from like even Dark Horse and Image because I follow them on Twitter. 
because you know they they like they'll promote like their newest book coming out. A lot of that yeah. are I'm being honest here, guys. If you if people watch this stuff, they still happen to find it. I'm sorry, that shit is ass. It's not interesting. I don't know who you're hiring to freaking make that those covers or these kind of books, but that art is unappealing and not grabbing me. I probably the only um dark horse book that I was even somewhat interested in based on its artwork mm. was the Masters of the Universe one. Mm, the yeah. one I was even close to interested in. I did get because I, I, I don't think I've ever bought anything image comics related, uh, yeah. except for that Transformers reboot issue number one that came out last year. That's yeah. that's te- technically Skybound. Image is just the person that produce that publishes the book to their their their, their name line. If you're talking yeah. about the, the a book that property they own, I'll be Radiant Black, and I bought the trade first two trade paperbacks, and I gotta get them in the mail. So. Those would be mm. the only uh, image books I own. I don't own too much stuff from Image and Dark Horse. Like all that, I, I would imagine there is a market for what they're doing. It's just not going to be always what I'm interested in. You know, it's got to yeah. really grab me. You know, like like, like Kick Ass. I think that that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I would probably get something like that. But even they, like, what would separate them from someone like you? They can barely generate interest for some of their properties, and these are like major indie. Was almost, I, I call it. They're like major publishers, actually. Well, I mean, you know, we'll, Boom we'll Studios see can only garner interest, interest for like, Power Rangers. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll see how much interest I can generate. I don't know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm somewhat yeah. untested, so we'll see. Well, Once that, that's the thing, man. You talked about crowdfunding. Like people don't understand. Boom Studios just right now is crowdfunding. Mighty mm-hmm. from Power Rangers: The Return, yeah, yeah by yeah, uh, Amy yeah. Jo Johnson. That's yeah. crowdfunded. You know, so they're even yeah. looking at them. Their numbers and going, we could actually make more money hiring amy joe johnson to write a story about power rangers then producing like six dollar floppies because they're doing six dollar floppies themselves boom studios they have a mighty Morphin power rangers master vile event that is about to end it started like last year it's supposed to be a 12 month issue event kind of thing i would yeah. no one's talking about that no one's interested you know yeah. it's because you know they're constantly rebooting back to mighty Morphin. you know I, I get it mighty Morphin sells but there's other seasons out there of Power Rangers that people really, really like. And if you don't ever tap into those wells, then you're just going to make people angry. Because it's like, oh, my God, can't wait for 2026 and another Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reboot. Well, it's like, you, it's like you said, they, they've been doing stuff that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they bring in – it's it's really just tickling the nostalgia bone. Like, you mm-hmm. know, bringing in Amy. I, I Maybe I'm wrong, maybe, but I don't know that a, Amy can write, like, a compelling story. She might be able to. But like, I think she'd only be able value, to write it based on Power Rangers, maybe, 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 but maybe, maybe yeah. not. But like, I don't yeah. know that. Like, she's not famous to me because she's a great writer. She's famous to me because she was Kimberly, right? Yeah. So, like, if I'm if I'm investing in that because of her, I'm investing in it because she was Kimberly, not because it's like, oh my god, Amy Jo Johnson's writing it. I <laughs> punch my ticket. I have no idea. She might be amazing, but she <laughs> could suck, and it could just be something that's where she's got uh, name value because she was Kimberly. So it's um, you know. I, I hope it's great, but um, mm-hmm. you can only go to that well so many times where if, if people aren't going to come back if she doesn't write an amazing story. Yeah, because when, when it came to Power Rangers, like Lord Draken, Shattered Grid, all that sold very well. Uh, a lot of people still talk about Lord Draken as a Power Ranger villain they might want to see, but no one really been mentioning Power Rangers as in terms of like comic books recently, you know? No, it's I think just, so. like, at least not in my circle. Yeah, like I've been trying to scour for it. Like I, I've read through the Power Rangers comics history. It's my God, you. Woo, that is a star. I couldn't even bother even detailing all that shit. But they've <laughs> always naturally go to Mighty Morphin stuff. There was a yeah. book, there were several graphic novels they did based around like Power Rangers in Space, Power Rangers mm. Time Force, and Tommy. Tommy had like it's, it's like old man Tommy story, actually. It's yeah. like old man Logan. They had those. People really liked those. From, like the reviews I was going through, it's like they had some sort of interest. 
them tapped into that well. It's like they need to do other Power Ranger series. And, and I get it. Like, Mighty Morphin is really popular. I liked Mighty Morphin, but I wouldn't uh, all consider it the best Power Ranger season at all. You know? Mm. It, I, I would think season one is top 10 worthy, but season two and three and Alien Rangers, I was like, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not good, actually. You know? But that's the problem with a lot of this stuff. Like, I mean, you've seen re- recently Ultimate Spider-Man number one completely shattering the comic market. Now, yeah. on one hand, I am very happy for Jonathan Hickman. He's all, and it happens when you put a big name that people really like their work attached to a product. God damn, you could sell yeah. very well. Go, go figure. Putting a writer that people actually know and care for their work sells a product. Go, go, go figure. And what else would help sell that book is that they took Spider-Man and they gave him a happy ending. Well, they, like a, with, with, with the Superman and Lois. Have you seen Superman and Lois where it's Clark raising kids with Lois rather than going through the motions of being Superman? My God, it's almost like people wanted to see Peter Parker progress in his life. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> well, they. I don't know any. I, I personally, I've never met anyone in my entire life, online, mm-hmm. personal, whatever. I've never met a single person who was like, yeah, I really, I'm really glad they did one more day. I've never met anyone who said that. <laughs> like, everyone, everyone wants wanted him to stay married everyone wanted to see him progressing in his life my one of my favorite comics i've talked about this so many times Mm. is is spider girl spider girl cannot exist without without you know peter and mj having uh having their marriage having a family having mayday Mm -hmm. um and so spider girl is one of my favorite ever so like when when the ultimate was like um happening i was kind of happy about it but at the same time i'm also kind of hesitant because like i didn't buy the first issue because Mm -hmm. like while it might be almost everything that i want in a book at this point i don't trust marvel at all like i don't trust them in any capacity so like Mm -hmm. if if they make it far enough to put in a trade paperback and if i hear that there's no shenanigans then i'll buy it but I'm not going to buy it until then because I don't trust them with my money anymore. Yeah, like all, all of this is good. Like you're talking about like just Jonathan Hickman's, you know, yeah. history. We're talking about like Spire, Peter Parker's history. It's crazy that Peter had to get this sort of like ending or mm-hmm. new beginning slash progression in his character arc with a universe that's not the main universe time period. The ultimate universe yeah. was Marvel's way of reimagining their heroes. Yeah. Keep in mind, people didn't like that back then. That's that just sounds literally retarded when you could just wait a minute. If you want to reimagine your heroes to make them better, why not just do that in one single comic book line? Don't think you need a whole universe for that, but whatever. You know, yeah. apples to oranges, I guess. But right, Marvel's right. like, you know what? We're gonna create, we're gonna bring back the ultimate universe, even though it was pretty divisive divisive of an idea itself. Yeah. And we're gonna have main st- characters from that timeline headline their own series. Okay. So yeah. you can barely sell the shit you have now and we get right. another universe for the same characters, even though they're going to be different, right? So Spider-Man, yeah. next one is Black Panther, and it's X-Men. Those are the first three titles they announced. And Black Panther, I put it on my pull list. I'll get it. I'll review it. I'll, I'll read it. You know, I got Ultimate Spider-Man. I had it on yeah. my pull list before it had this big boom of, like, it's costing a lot of money to get right. a single issue now. Uh, it's right here, actually. This person sent it out. So I'll be, I'll, I'll do something with it. I, I was happy to see it did very well. But the problem here is, why can't we just have this in the main timeline? Why does it have to be in a different universe? Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand this. Like, why does it have to be a completely different universe for Peter to have happiness? What? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's really, it's kind of like, if you think back to one more day, like the whole notion was stupid, right? They wanted mm-hmm. to get, they want Peter to be young and dating again. Okay. 
but they didn't want to do a divorce, which is something that actually happens to people. They didn't want to do like Mary Jane or him leaving or a separation. They didn't want to do any of that. And it's weird that they went to like cosmic um, Marvel devil man to interrupt it to like, cause it's just, it feels so strange. Like it feels so weird to do that instead of doing, because Peter was always one of the grounded superheroes of Marvel, right? Like he was the every man that everyone could relate to. He's the guy who has rent problems and relationship problems and problems and problems. And everyone, you know, I can't relate to Iron Man. I can relate to Spider-Man, that sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that you would have someone, first of all, that you never moved him forward in his life. Because, like, we've talked about Dragon Ball before, and one of the things that I've always loved about Dragon Ball is how you see the family progress. You see Goku go from a child to a man to a father, and you see him um, having sons, having a legacy. You see that with Vegeta, even. And I I love that, the legacy of Dragon Ball as it continues. And um, so that's one of the reasons why I love spider-girl and spider-man because i like seeing that continuation to me seeing a a father pass on that mantle to his blood his his daughter that was cooler to me than the traditional way of this guy who's like this kid that was an orphan he's my ward now he's going to be like my Mm -hmm. sidekick i like spider-girl stepping into the tights you know so to speak and um I, I don't know. So it, to me, it's weird that they never they never let that happen with Parker. Like they think they for some reason, they think that he has to be like this. He has to be young, young, young means that he's not settled. Young means that he's not uh, married. Young means that he's dating a bunch of women and inevitably it will always be unsuccessful because he's young. It's mm-hmm. weird that they get these ideas in their head and they don't see that the people who are really fans of the character Mm-hmm. Um, whether they relate to him for this reason or that reason, they relate to him for some reason, but they do want to see him progressing in his life, either to live vicariously or because mm-hmm. they can relate to it. Either one. Um, but it's it's weird that they never saw that and they got it in their head that no, no, Peter has to be forever in this this <laughs> this particular way, and we can never progress outside of this. This can never change. It's very strange. That that was always weird to me is. What is this obsession with creating some a whole different universe just so we could have basically the same characters, but they're just yeah. slightly different? Like they're doing it now with Thor. So currently Thor, there, there it's the immortal Thor line going. Mm-hmm. Then they just announced yesterday there's going to be like this other Thor. I don't know if it's going to be part of the ultimate universe or whatever, but this is other Thor apparently now coming. And it's like, wait, what? And we know for the ultimate universe, they're going to have a Thor comic line. We know that. Yeah. So – what is with I, I just don't understand what is with them and creating all these different versions of these characters? I don't, I don't get I don't it. know. I don't know. Like if you're just not so they can like meet up randomly be like they can have some like no way home fucking well, I mean apparently. that's where it's like it, when you oversaturate it to that extent anyway, like mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I'm not like a huge fan of all the spider verse stuff because it's like mm-hmm. okay, I, I get it. Like but like when you have six thousand different spider men and spider women and spider peoples, like okay, Peter Parker's just a guy now. Like he's not he's not Spider Man. Mm-hmm. This guy and 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 this woman and this person who identifies as non-binary, they're all spider whatever. So it's like they're no so Peter's like he's not even remarkable. Like you have like they in the um was it across the spider-verse? There was a there was a freaking T-Rex Spider-Man. Like, so now now a dinosaur has spider powers. Okay, cool. Like, I don't know what 
it's just it's just, it's an oversaturation of too many spider people and, and it's like you said why do we have so many different ones just to do something that's slightly different like this is the spider-man that we are going to have and then now you want this spider-man so we'll have him in this universe and every once in a while we'll we'll do this issue but i don't know it's, it's just so it's so yeah strange. all this stuff is why I, I spend my money on indie comics now you have Roxon presents thor and you have immortal thor what geez it's like why people okay so i would imagine since the immortal thor is still going on there's some level of shops buying it because it is selling okay so sure. and yeah. i imagine it's not that much considering they're in they're going to be an issue number i think seven or eight coming up this week or next week when the newest issue drops hmm. so then we're gonna make another store book coming out because it said it's coming out in may like, later on this year yeah but it's like what the fuck, man? Is it, we know we're going to get yeah. Ultimate Thor. We know eventually that's going to happen. We're going to have Ultimate Comics Thor, a new version yeah. of what the fuck that's going to look like. Yeah. What is, I just question, what is this for? What is the effort? Who is this for? This is just, <laughs> who is this? Who is the store? I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck know. that is. I don't oh, understand God. any of it. Well, also advertising. They're going to have like the, the Marvel Comics Unlimited app. People have told me to get that. So I don't have to spend so much money on reading yeah. or buying the physical trade paperbacks. But, you know, I I, I have to have something physical. I, I just can't really read comic books through my phone. I, I mean, I, I, I like to read digital, but like I also like to physically own it. Like, yeah, it's nice that I can pull up a, like a tablet and I can read a comic book. It's great. You know, you That's can cool. zoom in and do all that stuff. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like, you know, I think you know eventually i don't know what the state of technology will be someday but i know that as long as there's you know light and you have a book you can read so mm-hmm. I, I like physical media too still look on the uh i have the shonen jump app so i i can mm. read like newest chapters of like shonen anime manga or whatever and that look- is an insanely good deal too good yeah Lord. 3.99 yeah I have yeah great Lord, I, man. I need to use it way more like yeah, i would same. definitely cancel yeah. it I would definitely cancel if I didn't use it enough, but it's not like Netflix where you're spending like twelve dollars a month to probably yeah. log into it like once. Like three ninety nine, it's like yeah. nothing in the grand yeah. scheme. Of Over the course of a year, that's not bad. Yeah, three ninety nine times twelve is like what? It's maybe yeah. maybe like less than forty bucks. Do you know? I mean, I spent, Mag- you're going to spend more on a video game. So do you know what they would they did with the Magneto? They now they have a resurrection of Magneto issue number one. No, I um, refresh my memory. I saw something about it, and I, re- I I immediately forgot about it. But I saw something about, about okay. It, the about synopsis it. is, uh, she has one mission: bring the master of magnetism back from the afterlife. Before Storm's quest unfolds in Re- Resurrection of Magneto, issue number one, explore Storm and Magneto's shared history. How about we don't? How about we don't do that? First of all, why do we keep getting reboot station number ones? Uh, because they, no one will buy it after issue one. <laughs> Fuck, man! It's like that TV <laughs> effect. Hey, we'll we'll make all the all these shows episode ones, mm-hmm. and if half of them don't have any viewers, they're all getting canned. Yeah, they little. It's literally a TV show approach. It's so it's like disgusting. with um. I mean, well, that's that's like your your main concern as an indie comic is like mm-hmm. everyone is is usually willing to check out issue one, but it's like, can you get them to come back? Like, do you mm-hmm. are you going to have enough of a story, enough of a hook in that first mm-hmm. one? Where the next time that the campaign comes along, they're going to be like, "Take my money." I don't know. You know, yeah, you also Marvel have a, can't seem to do that anymore. You're, you're going to have Spectacular Spider-Man with Miles and Peter teaming up for issue number one. It's going to hit a Yay. peak number. It's going to hit a big number. 
and it's gonna be like, man, issue two. All right, that issue one probably was dog shit. <laughs> that's the thing is the way we just saw ultimate spider-man hit the market by storm completely just selling out everywhere yeah. everywhere sold out they have to do the reprints now even the reprints pre-sale are a lot of money i'm just saying miles ain't ever gonna be on that level no miles morales no he's ever not gonna be sold out anyway but i mean he can't like i mean he can't because they won't they won't they won't make him his own man. Like he's been <laughs> cursed. Like the Spider-Man mantle is a curse for him because he can never become his own dude. He's just, just a black Peter Parker. They'll never <laughs> let him become his own character with his own identity. Like that will never happen. It's like, Oh, he's got electric powers. Oh, whoop dee <clears throat> fuck. Who oh, cares? great. You've really convinced me there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sold now. That's completely different yeah. than all the other Spider-Man. Wow. Like the same thing that you had with uh, Marvel is kind of how I felt about Dragon Ball. Everyone, I love Dragon Ball. I've been with Dragon Ball Z, man. What get off the school bus, watch yeah. Dragon Ball Z late night. It would like rent. So, like the Dragon, sometimes in my life, I remember like Dragon Ball Z having this ongoing new episodes in the day. Then at night on Cartoon Network, they would like restart to like Raditz and go all the way to Blue. And like, I've been Dragon Ball Z forever. I just yeah. don't like that we keep getting the same shit rehashed to us because yeah. then that wastes time. You don't understand. Resur let's just use um battle of gods and resurrection f why do i need to see that in anime form when i could just watch it in a movie and my, my my friend said but people could just like don't watch the movies people don't watch they, they, they'd rather just consume it in shows no no no. it's actually easier to consume it in a, in a movie yeah and that's the thing when you get it in episode form there's nothing that much significantly different okay well, I, I i could understand if it was so vastly different then i still wouldn't even maybe consider it but there's not that much things different there why can't we just get not something new? like they're not adding anything yeah it's just you know what i mean like it's, we told that's it it's, it's i i think maybe this is a, i don't know if this is like a hot take or not but like i i genuinely think that watching battle of gods as a film is superior to watching it as a, a series like mm -hmm. it's it's a better tighter story with frankly better animation mm -hmm. um in the film than if you watch it as the the episodic story and they don't mm -hmm. add enough to the story to really make it worth watching it episodically mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be nice if they did i would like it if they did but they don't like they, they just and i don't know i thought the the comedy was better the timing was better the pacing was better animation was better the, the entire package was better as a film and so like if they if they're going to do it as an animated episodic uh series rather than a film or readapt it that's fine, but you really need to do something that is like really makes it worth my time investment to do that. You know, mm -hmm. if you're going to take a film and and decompress it across, you know, whatever, 30, whatever episodes, I don't even remember however many episodes it was. <laughs> but if you're going to do that, you really need to give me like a lot more of something completely unique that I can't get from the film and not mm -hmm. just telling the same story, but like with a worse budget. Why do that? yeah and that that way i just thought to myself well why not just give me something different then if we already mm -hmm. had a if we already have two films doing this why can't in the show we get another new arc or we get yeah. the arc that, we, that that was supposed to be after those two arcs before There's so i mean who, who actually who was who actually do you know anyone like seriously do you know anyone who's like yeah i really love dragon ball but mm, i'm just not gonna see the movie that came out for the first time in Never years. i'm gonna wait i'm gonna watch the series did anyone actually say that i'm being honest here i i checked out the highlights for the um the show when mm. it was going the episodes i did i literally told myself i'm not watching this shit serialized when i could have a movie right here 
I didn't do it for Resurrection F. Didn't do it for Battle of the Gods. When it hit the the Champa arc, that's when I started Dragon Ball Super. I was I was like, I'm not sitting here watching the same <laughs> shit. And worse animation too. Yeah, it is. Like, it's it's would, a lot worse. That, a that's lot worse. That's the reason why. That's the reason why Toei can't really. That's why they they know they don't really need to fix anything because they yeah. know people are just going to obviously yeah. watch whatever. They know people would. <laughs> I could sit here and watch this hour and ten minute movie, or I could watch these thirty episodes. Doesn't matter. Fans will just do both. Like yeah. you don't need to do both, right? <laughs> right. But That's... but we can make more money if we do both. So let's do both. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. That's why I uh for Dragon Ball Super when they got past the Dragon Ball Super arc, the yeah. manga in there at chapter one hundred one. I'm just gonna do chapter reviews from that. That that's what yeah. I'm doing. Okay, like, yeah. I am, not, and then what happened was, all right. So let's go through this approach. In the manga, they skipped the Broly movie, so we got that the Superhero one. Confuses me. I, and I liked the Superhero movie. I thought it was fine. I love Super. I that's Super Dragon Ball Super Broly, hands down my favorite Dragon Ball movie. Right, it was mate. It was great. It's and I was like, wait a minute, hold one. on. So now we're in this phase where we fast forward the Broly arc movie. And we're gonna keep playing out the superhero. Fuck! Yeah, I don't, <laughs> we don't even play by the same rules no, here no, anymore. No, no, no. I, 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 don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Well, that we're, at all. we're literally skipping the better movie. No, like, what uh, yeah. the fuck? No, you know what they wanted? Because in chapter 100, Gohan hits the uh, Gohan Beast. They probably yeah. wanted chapter 100 to synchly hit Gohan yeah, that's Beast. Probably, you're probably right. You're probably that's all right. they wanted to. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so I'm sorry to get of them, but you're probably right. <laughs> What the fuck? And I, I thought to myself, when I was looking at my phone, reading some of those chapters for Dragon Ball, we're, we're, getting, we're only getting something new about Dragon Ball. Okay, I, that sounds kind of spoiled, but we're only <laughs> getting Dragon Ball Super chapters a month, okay? Yeah, yeah. My Hero Academia, I swear we're getting chapters like every other two weeks. I swear. It's been like every two weeks we get a new chapter. Are you telling me Dragon Ball Super, given how popular it is, they can't <laughs> hire people to get a chapter? I'm, I'm not asking for like a chapter every fucking week. Look, asking, like it's, it's, it's two totally, chapters a okay? month. Two chapters they a month. Af- they can't afford. They can't oh yeah, afford Dragon to make Ball. The show. Pork, they can't afford to company. make the show. Yeah, they, there's no way. Like they can't. The manga. They can't afford the manga. Like it's really expensive. Okay. Like you know, oh, God. writing and and drawing. I mean, writing and drawing. Come on. That's like yeah, yeah. Toei, a very poor company that owns yeah, the Dragon Ball license. Nah, Roll indie. They got a crowdfund for the Dragon Ball <laughs> Super manga. Yeah, coming coming soon. Uh, Akira Toriyama on Kickstarter. Asking, asking for enough money to fund the next yeah. Dragon Ball chapter. Yeah. Hashtag fund my balls. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Instead of fund my comic, it'll be fund my balls, and it'll, oh, be, it'll be exclusively Dragon Ball content. And they'll probably make, um, they'll probably make like six million dollars. So it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, man. Is is it crazy that we're only getting a new Dragon Ball Super chapter a month? No, but, but it is forty five. I think it's like I forgot my page. It is. On, the, on my phone, it said four or five pages, but I doubt it's four or five pages. But it's like, are we? Why can't we not get two chapters of Dragon Ball Super a month? Because like, we're getting Dragon Ball Daima, which is fucking not. They haven't even finished with it. I don't know what. Super. I don't know why that is a thing. Yeah. So we're only getting. That. So if you like Super now, everyone, <laughs> you can only basically get one new chapter of Dragon Ball Super a month, a month. Right. And we just went through like Oops. four months recapping some shit you just saw in an hour or 10 minute movie that you could have watched in like yeah. a day. Yeah. You could have probably watched it multiple times at this point now. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Depending on how quickly you read, maybe it would actually be quicker for you. Yeah, yeah. Some I people mean, read slow, so hey. 
I just, oh my god! Like I like Dragon Ball, but the the Toei animation decisions have been really bad. Like each one chapter of Dragon Ball Super a month. Yeah, really. Yeah, I know. I there, know. There's just no way. You know, I mean, we're getting Dragon uh, Budokai Tenkaichi Four. I am buying that. I think that's coming out this year. I think, I think it's this year. year. I think it's this year. I think if, it's when that um, comes out. I, I it's either I like that. late spring or summer. I think of this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely buying that, and I will play yeah. that on stream. Uh, that is uh, that yeah. needs to be played for hours on end. We're talking like <laughs> we're fucking ain't going to the bathroom. We're playing this, but it's like I like Dragon Ball a lot, man. But it's just some 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 of the decisions are just like no. It's, I understand. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Um, and I, I mean, I think the. The nice, I like. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say nice, but like, it's almost like a. I feel like it's almost a luxury. Like if you have, if you're someone who's not like, like really politically active. Like I need to put my politics in my everything. You know, if you're not like that, like it's actually kind of nice that you can just be frustrated with uh, creative decisions by people, because <laughs> like, like at least Toei, you're frustrated by like creative decisions and my business decisions, and you're not like. Oh man, Piccolo is a, is a, a trans woman now. Oh, okay, you know, like at least like you're just complaining about stuff like that. I guess is is it's a luxury for if you're in the Eastern entertainment instead of Western. So I guess that's a nice thing. <laughs> it's nice to like that. That is the good thing about anime in general. Outside of yeah. this new, it's 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 only now. It's only like weirdly now you've been seeing like all this stuff happen with like these AI translators being like queerness yeah. is we're here and it's like anyone anime community fucking like your ass just shut the fuck yeah. Up. The, well, the I mean like the whole the translator community is mm-hmm. so incestuous and it's like so nepotistic that it's like um i don't know if you followed a lot of it back when it happened in mm-hmm. um i guess 2018 2019 the whole thing that happened with vic mignana and his his me too cancellation thing but like um everyone came out against him and everyone because it's like it because again it's so nepotistic and it's so incestuous and like they've had um they've had so many people within their their rank and file and working for them like with fun funimation funimation um what's her name uh balma fifth balma whatever fourth the whatever um she was dating somebody who was like um who committed statutory rape against a 16 year old girl and had to marry her um to keep from her parents prosecuting him um but he was a voice actor for funimation and they didn't have like monica real didn't have a problem with him you know she dated him and then he went on to do that but they have a problem with someone like vic mignana you know because Mm -hmm. of whatever reason but it's like Vic was on the out, so Vic had to go. And I, I've looked at like I looked at all the evidence that came out against Vic at the time. It was all crap. It was all like thin at best, speculated at best. There was nothing that proved anything. But that guy was on the out, so he had to go. Um, meanwhile, they're there they have um the the guy who was um the uh what do they call it? Like uh, when someone is the understudy. They had the understudy uh, for Chris Ayer. Uh, the guy who is now currently the voice of Frieza, mm-hmm. who um, was trying to solicit um, nudes and sexual attention from underage boys. Um, and they don't care like that. I mean, like there was proof that he had had done this activity, mm-hmm. but it wasn't prosecuted legally. And if it wasn't prosecuted legally, I'm not saying throw him in jail. I'm saying you care about Vic Mignogna, but you don't care about this guy, um, Damian Mills. That's his name. They don't you don't care about Damian Mills like the it's really just about who you know and who you blow. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. That's every single person that's involved in translation, every single person that's invo- involved in voice acting. And um, so I don't 
find myself crying crocodile tears for these people or tears at all for these people when mm-hmm. they're being replaced by AI. Get replaced. Get replaced. Yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. You gotta go get replaced. You know, like you you people are awful to everybody and you hate yeah. your, you openly, actively hate people like me who just are saying, hey, can we just maybe have a translation that's just really accurate to the source material? No, fuck off, Incel. Okay, you know what? Lose your job. Lose your job. I don't care. I don't care if you lose your job. Get replaced by a robot. That's fine. It's also the other thing of, you know, like anime is like the last, I'll say it's pretty much the last source of entertainment that hasn't been, let's say, corrupted by a mainstream. Yes. Yeah. 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 And people, I like the people that fought back against that hard. No, you are not going to infect my stuff with this horse shit. Yeah. Like just, it's really awesome right now that you just knock it out at the grassroots level do not let it infect harder and the thing is these i don't know why people don't understand this japanese people are not very uh say inclusive i'll just say that yeah to, to yeah. put it they're very put it religious very generous yes very religious they're very capitalistic <laughs> yeah. and they are not about to deal with that kind of bullshit yeah i mean if if their episodes aren't doing well the manga books ain't manga books for them have to sell like 30 millions of copies we're talking like millions not like comic book numbers which is thousands i don't know needing millions if you cause them any decline in sales, any big controversy, yeah. because people are like most, I'm not saying all Korean people, Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese, a good amount of them, based on the media part of it, are very conflict averse. So if you're causing some noise out there, they'll they'll make sure in the English department for the yeah. dub version of your show, you'll be out of there. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean they were they were um, they were aware of the stuff that was going on with Funimation mm-hmm. when that whole thing was happening with Vic too. Mm-hmm. They were not. I don't. They were not particularly thrilled with it but they were also not really like they kind of saw it as like it being outside of their jurisdiction they kind of were saying like you know clean your house automation but like if you don't mm-hmm. then maybe we're going elsewhere and um they did clean the house more or less for better or yeah because vic he's, that was the uh voice of broly well, sean Schimmel's go- yeah sean Schimmel's Goku. yeah he's, he's broly he's done a, yeah. i mean but he's done so many other things for funimation like he's done so much for everywhere I, like my favorite role of his was elric uh, and, and full metal mm-hmm. was edward elric so. yeah so what ended up happening i think i was following that story for a little bit but i didn't get a chance to see the conclusion of it. oh i mean the pro- sued, that, right? he um he sued uh four different people uh, or four different targets he sued jamie markey Ron Toy is the fiance of Monica Real, Monica Real, and um, Funimation. He sued them for defamation, and mm-hmm. um, he lost the lawsuit. I think on a technicality, but um, the um, the suit did at least give him something of a career back because he before he was just kind of run out, and um, they just kind of they just kind of took his career from him, and that was it. But after the um, after he at least kind of fought back with the lawsuit, he was at least going back to conventions and stuff again because he was very he was very outspoken. He was very loud about I did not do anything wrong. I did not do anything mm-hmm. to these people. This is all bullshit, you know. So mm-hmm. the fact that he fought back that loud and that anyone like again, if you can if you actually care enough to go and look at all of the evidence that they mm-hmm. brought forward against him, it's jack and shit. They didn't have proof of him doing anything other than just trying to flirt with women. And I mean, I I understand. I understand in current year, flirting with women is a big no, no. Um, But like, you know, if he's, he's like a dude in his fifties, like he grew up 
um, and he was during that that time period where that was normal. And mm-hmm. you know, I understand that he kind of got walled by it, like he wasn't expecting like the insane people to take over. Um, I'm sympathetic to that, but like he didn't do anything wrong. He was just he's just a flirty dude. That's mm-hmm. it. It's just interesting to see all this stuff going on. Honestly, yeah. like the dragon. It feels like with Samuel, the indie community, or the indie community, like they'll just recycle the same narratives over and over again. Just like the Dragon Ball Z community, they'll yeah. be like hot take, sub versus dubbed yeah. debate in the comments, and these people don't even care. You look at the profile, no. not Dragon Ball Z fans. They're like fucking no. Halo for life, uh, pronouns, bios. They vote yeah. for Joe Biden. Don't go fucking with no Dragon Ball. They're like they're they're the entire like their username is like six flags, one after the other. You know. It's like, yeah, and like then like a gender symbol, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you see the Ukraine flag, the trans flag, the A flag, Palestinian flag. Yeah, okay, I, I, right on. I got it. I know. Like, it's funny. Like, you you don't have to tell me how you vote, but I appreciate you doing it. I guess you know. I know how to. I know how to engage with you. I guess so. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, like you have that'll happen and then you have people just constantly cycling the same freaking narratives oh yeah. my god like canon debates like just recycle the same thing but at least with dragon ball there's like variations of it because you can go back and find sure. little nuggets to make the conversation a little bit more spicy the yeah. indie space there's nothing there's no little nuggets to make the, the discussions more spicy man it's literally the same shit the same song and dance every single time Next month, placing a bet, it's going to be entitlement, promotion bullshit, or it might be, man, my God, why is Eric July ruining the Complicated Stories? Like, what the I, fuck? I, I wish that we could get there, but the problem with indie comics is, like, you can't go back that far with most indie comics. Like, if you look at, like, the common American community is probably the closest thing. And, you know, funny enough, they're kind of a hybrid of comics and and manga but like they actually have people who do that they actually go back and they're like and now granted a lot of it is about you know um the for a while it was about who's going to end up uh, as their love interest of of siggy and who is going or is he going to be with um common uh common comet or uh common america who's going to get with who's the best girl you know that's that's kind of the nature of cute girl related things right but like there was there actually is a community interest where people really love common America. They really like to go back and read through the, you know, what do they got eight volumes now and crossovers and try to see how things connect and try to like really speculate and kind of like, Oh, well, I wonder what that meant here. I wonder who this guy is here. The the problem, the reason why they can do that. First of all, they're great writers and they set the stage for this stuff long-term. Like they have a, they have a plan up to like 10 volumes and they've had that plan for years and they've been working through it, you know, volume by volume. But the, the biggest issue is that you don't have um, enough staying power with most indie comics where you can get there. You have um, uh, probably the, the two most, the, I'd say probably the three most prolific people that I've seen right now, as far as producing content in indie comics slash manga are saving the world. Who's up to 10 issues um tyler carpenter with girl with the mega fist who i think is up to four volumes now girl and that's like titties. yeah you, she got those too that's yeah. hundreds of pages yeah and then you have a whole freaking world being developed by um uh, nicholas mueller with demon hunter raven winnie the pooh demon hunter um the divine anomaly like all those things are called kind of like all intertwined so he's got like a whole universe that's being developed so outside of those 
um, you've got two issues of ISOM and an issue of Alpha Core. Okay. It's not a lot yet. Might get there eventually. You've got two issues of Cyberfrog. Okay. Not a lot yet. I'm sure eventually you get there too. But like <laughs> indie comics. In 10 years. <laughs> we don't have like a whole lot that we can go back to yet. So like mm -hmm. if I'm if I'm a fan like um like Chrome Dog uh, mm -hmm. just came out Justin Sweet, um he just uh, just put out Chrome Dog great book, mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see the second issue. Mm -hmm. I said to him, and I'm not I'm not burying him. I'm not burying him. But I, but I asked him because I he's a friend and I because I, I was like Justin I loved it. Like when's the next one? He's like that's a great question. That's sucks for me like i want to read more you know like and um and i would love to be able to debate with somebody about where chrome dog is headed or what's going to happen mm -hmm. next but like until there's issue two three four five six i can't do that and that's a that's a bummer you know like it and it, and it sucks that we don't have that built up yet um but it's it's really hard to um it's hard to do um and i'm not i'm not unsympathetic to the people who who want to do that and can't um it, it'd be great if we could but mm -hmm. we're just not there yet. We can't go back to, um, you know, Dragon Ball, you know, um, number 90 or number, you know, 17 or number uh, 100. We can't we can't do that with our own stuff yet, um, with very few exceptions. And um, I'm looking forward to when we get there. I would love to be somebody who gets there, too. Um, if I could even do um, if I do one a year. Yeah, you know, when I start, I'd love to snowball and do one a year. If I could do one a year, I'd be over the moon. You know, that'd be amazing. But I'm, you know, I have to, I have to get there. So mm -hmm. it's I, easier said than done. That's the thing is like, I, I enjoy reading. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed, you know, the first two issues of ISOM. Even though I just finished reading issue number two today. So mm -hmm. we're going to do an open spoiler discussion on that. And next week is Alpha Core. And then, you know, any other, we'll pick our, our, our another book to go yeah. through yeah. after that. You know, I, I, I've been enjoying doing the book club we got here. You know, people that buy in, indie stuff. If anyone's in any creators uh work just tell me who's whose creator you want me to books to buy and just get them we just review them probably do project oasis when i get those actually those are really 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 interesting futuristic yeah. sci-fi ish characters i like that stuff but yeah man as and i told you last time i wanted to do like sort of a book club and we've been doing it so far we started last week and that's awesome this we're doing again because you know there's always a lot of drama surrounding you know yeah <laughs> the freaking stuff it's not enough talking discussion on what's inside the book so you know well, it's it, i mean like i mean i get it it's like transparently obvious why people do it it's because like i mean super chats you know <laughs> yeah you get, you get super chats you get like um the review that van skyver did of i saw one um mm -hmm. he made a thousand dollars to do it and that was before he even did the review and then the, the review itself he made untold mm -hmm. amounts of money doing the review then he did um, another goal because he said, I don't want to review ISOM 2. He said, I will do it, but you got to pay $2,000. They did $2,000. So he made $2,000 just to review ISOM 2. Mm -hmm. And then he did the review and he made money on the review. So like, why, um, why is there drama? Because he made $3,000 to talk about a comic book for like two hours total. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's why. Um you know, Eric's whole thing of monetize your haters was he brought people on mm -hmm. who spurred at him and he made a couple of jokes, um, made a couple of remarks, looked at the camera funny and he made probably thousands of dollars too. Yeah. Like that's why, like I get why. Um, but like, it doesn't help me. That doesn't help me at all. 
to because mm-hmm. I can't I don't have super chats. My channel is really small, right? I can't make any money off of it. And even if I did, truth be told, I don't really want to. Um, I did a review of Alpha Core a few weeks back and I mm-hmm. did it very cautiously because it's like I don't want like this is the thing. I like I like Eric July as a as a content creator, right? Like mm-hmm. before he was making comics. I would watch some of his streams. I would watch some of his videos. I didn't like watch every single thing, but I was like, oh, he's a cool guy. I'll watch him. So I liked I liked him, and mm-hmm. I bought ISOM 1 because I liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of ISOM 1. I'm not a big fan of ISOM mm-hmm. 2. Alpha Core I thought was okay. But it's weird as hell, I'll say, mm-hmm. because I can't voice that opinion online without half the people thinking that I hate him, and I love Vito and Dick Masterson, all these people, and then I, I like it's so it's so weird how tribal it's become. Like I just mm-hmm. want to talk about the book. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should visit grave sites. Like I don't know why it's so mixed up, and it's just so it's so weird and weird weird and tribal. Like I I, I on my channel I've got two debates now where I hosted two people to talk about ISOM. When the whole point was, I just just talk about like the story. Someone who's like, I think the story is well written, and the other person's like, I think the story is not well written. Talk about the story because I wanted to bring it back to that because I I cannot stand this like this character assassination attack the person. Um, he's he's stupid. His business is bad. His like he's trying to do this. I don't want to do that. I just want to talk about like the book let's talk about the book and like, if the storytelling is good, if you like the art, like, like that's what I really wanted to talk about. But like I had the person who um, came on for the second debate, the, um, the ISOM was is bad person. His name was Sam. The ISOM is good person. His name was Tim. And um, Tim came into the debate, assuming that Sam likes Vito and likes Dick Masterson and, and likes, um, Ethan Van Skyver and that he thinks it was so funny that someone went and taped like super chats to his door. Like he just assumed this about him when it's not true at all. Like Sam, you know, I've known him for a couple months now and mm-hmm. I was talking to him when that whole thing was going on. And we were both like, this is, this is ridiculous. This is insane. This is taking it too far. This is getting to a point where like when mm-hmm. they did the grave thing, I said, um, because I did a video about that where I was anti visiting ancestors graves. And um, I had all the Dick Masterson fans in my comments who were like pissed at me saying, Oh, you're showing your bias. I'm like, I don't have a bias other than don't visit people's graves. I'm like, I, the point I made was you are, you are creeping up on life ruination stuff. It's not there yet. Like you're not ruining anyone's life yet, but when you start getting that far into um taking online behavior offline you are walking closer and closer to a a life ruination point and i don't want people to do that because this is the internet and you should not take it this freaking seriously but people assume that i'm some i'm an eric july shill because i said can we please leave his ancestors alone can we please leave them leave his workers alone can we just maybe Mm -hmm. back that off they assume that i'm like some eric july shill they assume that sam is like this big dick and veto shill because he's like, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a well-written book. Somehow that means that he hates Eric July and he, and he wants veto the pedo to, to somehow 
um, epically own Eric July style, or I don't know. It was just such a, it's such an absurd state that the indie comics are in right now. Like this, this drama is insane and it doesn't do anything for any of the smaller people because everyone's just looking at the two big dogs fighting and mm-hmm. all the little people like us are caught up in the middle. And so like when someone says, Oh, well, independent comic people, they can't deliver on their books. Well, I, I haven't had a chance to fail my book yet. Like I might be able to deliver on my book, you know, but they, they associate everybody with one group or one movement. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just a mess. It's just a complete mess right now, man. Oh, it's, that's the other thing too, is, um, so that's one of the few things that I could levy at that, which is, um, people who are just, I'll say blind. I don't know what's the real correct way of saying this, but anyone that likes Eric, but just doesn't like what the books are producing right now is like lumped in as some sort of like hater and like, like, like what? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Even he said himself, you could like, like me, but think my books are not good. Like he said, the way that I said it, fine. Yeah. I even, I even told Eric this and he didn't block me. Um, yeah. For all the people who said that they got blocked. I, I, I said this to him. He did not block me. I said, I don't like your books very much, mm-hmm. but if I had to choose between you making every dollar that Disney was going to make in this year, I would give mm-hmm. it to you all day. I would rather, because at the end of the day, like I know that Eric does not hate me as a person for my ideology, mm-hmm. and I know that he does not want to see me ruined because of my beliefs. Mm-hmm. I would give, if I, if I could, I would push the button. I'd push it twice to make sure that I actually hit it. I would I would give every dollar of business that Disney makes and I would give it to someone like Eric July, even mm-hmm. if I'm not a fan of his books, just because he is a better person to succeed than Disney and Marvel and Warner Brothers. All that's day. The thing is, and that's the thing is in the space, too, is we need people with we don't need like a bunch of like, oh, my God, hail plankton soldiers with their friendly yeah. helmets on. You know, yeah. I mean, people di- don't like the books that much, you know. I'm probably not changing your opinion. You're probably not changing mine. Let's just have, why can't we just talk about it? You know, exactly. Talk about, that's the thing. People always talk about what they don't like. Why not talk about what, what, what the person did do good, mm-hmm. you know? And this thing though, e- even though like I, I, I had, I had a blast reading issue number one of ISOM. There were some issues there that I brought up. I brought them in the review. People asked me what my favorite part. People said, well, what I didn't choose. I, I had, um, on tonight's it review, when we do this review, um, yeah. I don't know if you want to be, be there for it. We're going to do it at eight PST. Um, open question for this. Um, I said this is my, my big issue of the last book, which is I don't like ad placements when I'm reading the part of the story that's the most important. And yeah. they didn't, it, it wasn't as apparent with this one as was as it was the first one, but somewhere in here, when I'm trying, when the book is about to be finished, and I think the quality of the covers are better on the second one, too. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so you're about to finish the book, <clears throat> and you're at the point where I saw, you know, he uh kicks off that gorilla and that cool explosion happens or whatever yeah. and he's leaving and he, he yeah. escapes right and you don't know if he's uh escaped yet you don't know if he's seeing the big giant demon villain they have this right. like ad right here and I i'm know. like no like that was why i know fuck i was like no no, no. see this is not a problem i i love when creators think their fans the most. i i love that but eric put that <laughs> on this page it, it, it yeah. could have just been a page right here after seeing this character, and that's it, and and, and, the, and it's done. And I would have been like, yeah. okay. But it happened in Ice Number One. Remember in Ice Number One? It was like yes, right as yes. the main story is finishing, we have it has the Riververse um, title like "We Will Win." Like, 
Yeah. Why do I need to? It's so this, weird. This, it was so yeah, jarring, yeah. like all yeah, out, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't mind him giving an ad placement to his wife. I don't mind him shilling out someone's YouTube channel. I don't mind him shilling out someone's like fucking business. No. But all that stuff, every bit of it, when the story is officially over, even the little like next time on this, after that too. Yeah. That's when you have the break. Shill anything yeah. you want. Shill your artist's newest <laughs> pieces, anything. I don't yeah. need to see it when I'm still engaged <laughs> in the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but know. I get it. I it's a learning process. I hope yeah. I hope some some fans bring it up. Because it's it's I'm not, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the advertisements. It's just the placement of them is what yeah. makes me angry. That's it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I completely understand. <laughs> like I, I'm trying to finish book one and, I, and I'm at the Norfolk part. I'm like, okay, these guys are cool. Then it says we will win. Like did I feel like okay? I guess, I guess, yeah, we are gonna win. But like, Norfolk works for Ripperverse. They wanted you to know they were gonna win. Yeah, they, they put that in. Like yeah. when he, when he has the part that's like, uh, but like I think next time whatever. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest problem with the book so far. May every ad placement needs to be done after even the next time <laughs> on this. Please yeah. stop doing that. That yeah. is cringe. <laughs> I get it. You got to show the next books. I get it. This is an entirely crowdfunded fan made thing. I love that. But, yeah, yeah. you know, but this is a problem I don't like in the mainstream books. Ads in like jarring places. Like a Batman. I, I read this new comic, 52 comic for the Batman or whatever. It was a random book back in the day when I was starting to collect comics. I was like, give me random issues. I'm not tied to anything. Just give me yeah. random shit. So I bought this yeah. random Batman new 52 issues. We was getting choked or whatever. I thought that looked pretty jarring. Batman seemed like choked in a part of the book, and he was an ad for the next Guardian, like fucking DC. He was like, "Fucking <laughs> fuck, dude, can't That's get away great. from these goddamn ads, man." <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, oh shit! But yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing. I'll uh, we'll you know be going through Isom number uh, two tonight. Nice. I, def- I had some problems, obviously. Nothing's perfect, you know. But I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the first one, mm. give or take. Felt like it was a lot more. Fuck, I can't talk about it yet. Ugh. But yeah, right, right, right. I, I give people like Gooding. I so people, I, there, well, another not, reason. Are, we'll are, see. are you actually interested in having a Gooding book? Just saying, because I, 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 I saw the character no. here in Gooding. I was like, same here. I was like, I don't really care if this guy has a. No, book I, I don't care at all. Um, I much rather if they give it to Nafrica. For being honest, I'd rather have a book based around them because they look interesting. Like Gooding's the the genius tech guy. Yeah, I like the tech guys. But I wouldn't really want a story based around a genius tech guy. No, right? I, well, I, I would want to. I would want a story based around a genius tech guy who's like Tony Stark. I don't think that I care a, a enough about Gooding. Gooding. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Like he wasn't care. a bad character. I, I, well, I was he like, was there. I just don't know enough about him. To know if I, I. That was the thing. Like I um, <laughs> with Isom two, um, I I like I like Van Skyver's cover. It's it's a good cover, and I like that Bloodruth is featured on it. But like when I when I was buying covers, I was like, I'm just gonna get. I think I'm just gonna get cover A, because I don't know who Bloodruth is yet, and I don't know if I'm actually gonna like her as a character or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so like with Gooding, it's like I don't I don't care yet. Um, yeah, I don't know I if I it. yeah will I mm-hmm. or not either. Too, I was like, I, need to see, I guess I don't really care more. for Yair all that much. She's just a big titty. White There's woman. nothing to care about. There's yeah. she is yeah. she's not a character. It's so just weird to big me. Titty white she, had, <laughs> she had there was there are two people that have cosplayed her that I know of, and she's there's all this fan art. I don't know a shit about her. Like I don't know where she's from. I don't know what she does. I don't know what yeah. her yeah, but I think that's the appeal is like having a hot girl. I apparently, think just, she has yeah. ice powers, and I'm just thinking, how? 
how did I not see at any point like she blasts um she can also apparently like shapeshift her because and, and I saw too when she has that cameo part she can like shape she even toned the color of her hair down and I was all like well yeah yeah so, <laughs> you know yeah there's so much I'm confused about it's like but like you said you don't you don't you don't want to talk about it yet like I'm Almost trying there. to hold off yeah because Eric's like and I don't I don't think that this is a very I don't think this is a valid excuse but I'm going to give it to him because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And he said, you have to get to ISOM three and that completes the first three stories. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll wait till ISOM three. So the reason why I reviewed alpha core and not ISOM one and two yet is yeah. because alpha core was one, a one and done. So, so I'll do the same thing with Yaira. I'll do a one and done. Um, I've committed to buy three Yaira and alpha core. Well, I had that, uh, I have that same approach too. generally. Like I don't really care if someone does part one, part two, just because you mm-hmm. do a part one, part two, part three, four, five, whatever. That doesn't yeah. mean you just get the excuse of writing something bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. So like you would but, expect, like, words, it's all subjective and it's all subjective to the point, you know, but yeah. It's well, so if like, it's a part series, you would expect like if, if you use yeah. a classic example, like if you were doing a part three thing, with spider-man facing like a, the mm-hmm. vulture you would expect by part three he's concluded the business with the vulture then that part is done and then issue four now he's dealing with rhino right so you right, don't expect yeah. vulture to come back so like i i assume I, I i assume something i don't know what i don't know what the hell he's doing in three like um to tie yeah. everything together so yeah. he's either either i'm going to have big problems with the with the three the three-part series or he is the best writer in the world, and I <laughs> could not foresee the brilliance that he's going to use to tie this together into a ribbon. So I'm very eagerly anticipating three. Um, he doesn't have a date yet for it. I asked him the other day. Uh, he was nice enough to respond, and I asked him if he if he thought it was maybe going to be Q2 or sometime this year, mm-hmm. and he just wasn't sure because of um, how, many, mm-hmm. how many things he's got in the pipeline. So I, I think we probably will see three this year. I just don't know when. Yeah, I, I'll be honest here. Rather, I mean, we're getting Yaira next than Gooding, apparently. I mean, I don't think Gooding has a release. I'm date not going to get Gooding. I am getting Yaira. Are you getting Gooding? I'm going to get all the books essentially. I'm going to read, read, review them. Anything okay. he's going to put out, I'm, I'm going to get. But if I'll, if I'll pay off level of excitement, not excited for Gooding. Isonor 3, uh, okay, it's there. Alpha Core yeah. 2, I can't say yet because I'm going to go through Alpha Core. I'm, Alpha I am Core curious to see what you think of Alpha Core. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. eager to see what you think of it. Yeah. So I'm doing Alpha Core next. So the, the books that I, I would say he, I would most be anticipated to look at is Isom 3, Gyra. And if you ever did a Nafrica book, I would probably go through that. People were talking like, I want a Bloodroot book. I'm like, why? You don't need a book. I, that's, I think that's a problem that fans are leaning too much into. You don't need a book based on every new character you see. That That's going to take no. the allure away from them. It's cool to have one and done characters that appear when the story calls for them and they do their thing and then they leave. That's that's yeah. fine. You don't need a I'm curious book to see based like, around like every new character to exist in the fucking universe, you know? Yeah. Well I'm I'm curious to see um because like again I, I find like for the same reason that I find ticket sales and sales of video games fascinating. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed watching the numbers on his campaigns because it's like I'm fascinated to see like mm-hmm. how many fans he has for ISOM, how many fans he has for Alpha Core, mm-hmm. how many fans. So I'm curious. I'm really excited to see how Yaira does as far as sales because I'm curious if there's going to be, uh, you know, is it going to be like a crossover between our, you know, the the Yaira and Alpha Core, Yaira and ISOM. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, where the sales go is going to be very fascinating. So I'm actually really happy he's publishing that information and not because like a lot of people just like to use it and they, they just try to be dicks and they're like oh it only made one point whatever million it's failing 
reverse going down in flight. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't care about doing that. I just want to see like, okay, you know, here were the numbers for this. Here are the numbers for this. Oh, which ones, which, which uh, cover sold more? Cause like I was really fascinated by that in alpha core. I, I think objectively speaking, I think that cover D was the very best one for alpha. Oh, Oh God. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cover A's the best. The first for the the first one was okay, but cover D, I think the colors no. and the pose is the. First about the one, one where Braxwell's, it looks like the more of a, it's like the whole I'll say three D approach. It's they have the forgot. It's not like as cartoonish. It looks more as like a one. painting to me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That, that was my other one. I, I I think I had a hard time choosing, but I was like, you know what, number one, the fucking this one is just such a okay. damn it. Yeah, this, <laughs> wow. this one is this one is the best in my opinion. No, yeah. fucking bastard! Wait a minute, I you have a different opinion. The, easily the best one. Yeah, God damn it! And it was the uh, second, but I, but, but it was the, it's the reprint one. So there's no mm-hmm. like, there's no value to it, mm-hmm. but it still sold the second best, which I thought was interesting. So the first one was limited. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was limited. The third one was limited, and the fourth one is the reprint. And the fourth one is the one that actually sold the second best, which surprised me. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about ISO number two tonight. You know, dive into this bad boy and then you know yaira and definitely isom three definitely yeah. for sure are the ones that i'm interested in i'm not i'm, I'm not, i i had mike on the show and i love mike i think my mic is awesome but i am just because he has to go off of what how gooding was established in um isom number two yeah. and it's like i don't know how he's gonna make the character pop and be interesting because well he's, i just he's I don't, really i, don't I mean what well, i mean He's a blank slate, really. He can kind of do whatever he wants with him, with him, whatever mm-hmm. constraints Eric has, because Eric is, um, at least in Alpha Core, he's credited as the editor in chief. So while mm-hmm. he may not be the person writing it, he's at least still like uh, hemming overseeing the, ship the project, helming yeah. the ship, yeah. As far as like mm-hmm. what happens um, within the book, so um, I don't think that I don't think he'd be too limited unless there's just like specific things that Eric doesn't want to happen with the character. So, and yeah, man. Oh goodness gracious! Well, maybe we'll ha- have you on uh, when you, we do Alpha Core next Wednesday. Next Wednesday we're going. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, seven seven thirty PST is when we're probably going to start it and go through that final book. So that way, when Yara does drop, we get it, we review it, and then we get that. So at this point now, we'll be all caught up. But it, my God, black yeah. men and and fighting people and <laughs> goddamn. Have you read? Um... Have you read ISOM one and they did one into the edited edition? Have you heard of that? No, what the no, I heard <laughs> that it was on Twitter, yeah. it was, it was uh, going around yesterday. I was like, what the fuck yeah, yeah, it's it's actually pretty entertaining. Um, <laughs> I think the only thing that Eric probably didn't care for was that the, the guy made ISOM gay, but the story was actually very entertaining as far as where <laughs> like how he moved, like the because he he put he put Sam the, the farmhand in a relationship with him to try to give Sam like a reason to exist. Like to actually yeah. to like, the idea was that when he goes missing, I saw him would care about him going missing. At least I think that's probably why he did it. But like the way that he moved the pieces around to make a story was actually pretty entertaining. So, um, I mean, it's free, so you can check it out online for free. If you Good Lord, man. <laughs> and, uh, we are going to be wrapping it up here. Got to get to my right. ISOM number two open spoiler discussion. Uh, yeah, man. First things first. Any big plans for your YouTube channel coming up in uh, 2024? Yeah, uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to do some more. Um, 
uh, dipping a little bit into reviews. I, I want to try to do some reviews. The problem with reviews is that they don't really get a lot of traction. Uh, indie comic reviews, that is, because um, they're indie comics. Uh, so I'm going to try and like mix a, it up. Comics yeah. explain. Do it like that. Indie. Well, like, I want to try and do yeah. it like a, like a stream thing, too. And so that yeah. way I can bounce off of somebody and do it like a little more, a little more entertainment focused, right? So I'm going to try to do some of that. But I'm hoping, hoping that this will be the year that I get everything kind of in motion with comics. If that happens, I will have a free 20 page comic that I'm going to be giving out to every single person who signs up for an email notification that I can let them know about my campaign going live. So um, that I'm really excited about. And um, obviously uh, when that comes out, yeah, I, I won't have to send it to you because you can just sign up for it for free and get a free comic. I'd love it. If you cover that comic, when it comes out, that should be a lot of fun. Um, the cover is, uh, it looks badass. And as soon as I have that to show, I'll make sure I send it your way to check out, uh, the cover's looking great. It should, should be a lot of fun, uh, should be a fun read and it should set the table for hopefully a successful campaign to tell a really entertaining story, uh, maybe this year. So that's my, uh, my long-term plans for 2024. And then I'm just going to try and keep the content going for, uh, for YouTube and, um, just yeah, get eyes on my stuff. So, yeah, we're going to have an indie sector. Well, I mean, that's what I've been calling it, basically, an indie sector. So we have a sector just for indie, popular Marvel stories, DC. We're going to have all that stuff, you know? Uh, if there's yeah. any indie book you want me to buy and review and get so we can do it on Wednesday Top Gs, then, you know, just let me know which one you anyone wants to read. I know this one's yeah. the most – these are, like, divisive, so might as well do the ones that are, are super divisive first, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I always do uh, a shout-out to Animane, too. Animane, um, you should – have you had him on the show? Who? Uh, his name, his, his name is Animane online. He uh, goes by Animane Sparkster on Twitter, I think. I think we've talked before, but we, yeah, we've never set up to do a show, actually. You should definitely try to get him on because he's got a campaign launching at the end of January for an amazing looking comic book that's like a shonen manga called Bond of the Blade. Um, it looks really, really cool. Um, I'm going to be back at it day one. Animane is just a great friend and, mm -hmm. uh, anything I can do to get him some traction, he deserves it. So, uh, check him out. Uh, it might be, he might be a great guest to have on when his campaign is going just cause it looks so interesting. Yeah, for sure, man. And you have, let's see your YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure you're subscribed to me. Aren't you? I, sure. I believe so. I've been trying to follow you on pretty much everything I've got a presence on. I know but, those... uh, on YouTube, it's at Frost Comics, Frost underscore comics, just like it is on X slash Twitter. Yeah, no, yeah, I, uh, I, I subscribe to you. I'm right. Thank you. Okay, and let's see. Yeah, mine was Master Swag King. I'm pretty sure subscribed to that. I, I think. Let me drop you a link. In the I'm pretty chat. sure I'm subscribed to that. I'll make sure that I am either way, though. Yeah, man. Um, any shout outs? We're gonna get to anyone in particular. Anything else you wanna say before we head out? Uh, I mean, really just uh, keep your eyes peeled for anime and keep your eyes peeled for um, the Fundiverse um, from Luke Stone, the guy behind Fund My Comic, Fundiverse.com. That's actually going to be like a new home for uh, outside projects beside comics. So if you're wanting to film, uh, if you're wanting to do film, if you're wanting to do music, something like that, and you need to do crowdfunding, and if it's something that you think might not be on Indiegogo or might not might, might not be successful on Kickstarter because you, you're worried about censorship, mm -hmm. uh, Luke Stone is pro-free speech. He's pro-free yes, expression. Yes. Mm -hmm. He is the guy. So um, you know Fund My Comic is great. Fundiverse is great too. Um, you've got the same sort of um, great security, uh, great ethics, uh, great people behind it. So if you're looking to do anything in crowdfunding, just as a you know 
a messenger for that check out fundiverse.com if you've got something anything other than comics really it's a great place to go for that so just shouting out uh luke shouting out animane um and uh hojo actually mythicals too is is going strong so mythicals on uh, fundmycomic.com as well check out his book check out chrome dog from justin sweet um pretty much just go check out fundmycomic.com and just see what's on the shelf yes sir and yeah can't wait to have frost comics on again later on in the year you know you, uh well always a pleasure for uh, next week you'll be on for alpha core number one Forgot. absolutely that'll yeah. be great we're talking great. about dirty whores good lord why can't this <laughs> book be called alpha whores we need parodies called alpha whores god damn it uh, maybe i think someone did an isom parody so we might have one coming up soon are we gonna get a yaira and isom book called interracial number one but that was a couple maybe yeah, maybe yeah <laughs> have, you a- have, have you asked eric yourself yet? i did indirectly when shagsworth had him on for ready set shag and he was like yeah that's uh-huh. probably not gonna happen and i was like he just tore oh, okay. down my hopes well, and dreams about an interracial nice. book with a big black man like ice i'm pounding out an alien white lady got, like maybe maybe this is something that you could go to like the detractors for maybe the detractors <laughs> would be able to I'd, provide it i'd rather not i'd actually rather just like slip my throat but <sighs> Ugh. I can't really blame you. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Hearing them talk. It's all just these weird nasally nerds, man. So yes. cringe. Yes, yes. Ugh. Like if they were enjoyable people to talk to, yet they just disagreed. I'd just be like, whatever. Right. But yeah, sure. It's not sure. that way. It, it's no, fucking no, it's really... disgustingly cringe. And their really points not. don't make no, the points be making no fucking sense. They talking <laughs> out like their ass. People have no idea how any of this works. Nothing nothing well, a nothing lot of it a lot of it is just like it's it's really it's it's like like i said before it's like oh this one sold uh this one sold 1.6 million instead of selling 2.1 ripper versus going down in flames like okay you're just making something out of nothing just because you just don't like the guy and that's really it that's really it but i gotta all right and we'll be heading out of here uh thank you to every single person that comes by and watches on the replay. You're watching obviously live. And don't worry. So I'll have an update for this more or less on Friday. But right now, currently, the Iron Man podcast episodes are going up on the podcasting platforms. A lot of episodes. I'm done with episode 39 right now. So just gonna be, you know, a few more days so I can put up all the episodes. And yeah, that way uh people can obviously have because I I think the best way of shilling out people's stuff is getting it on podcasting platforms oh, yeah. people to listen to the shows and stuff like that. That's a big wide range of promotion there. So for any of the indie comics guys that we're gonna have on, your shows are to be on podcasting platforms. So it's not just like if you don't see a nice large audience on like my side, don't worry. I have plenty of listeners that there will you definitely go. listen to the show. And most people consume stuff through audio anyway. So that's true. That's very true. Yeah. I don't understand why people don't put their shows out on like podcasting platforms. If people talk about creating a big audience, but in fact, most stuff is watched through audio consumption. A lot of people are lazy. <laughs> that? Damn, that just broke my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, that's just, that's the sad reality. Unfortunately, I've been um, trying to ring that bell and let people know, hey, you need to do this thing or that thing. And some people listen, and some people don't. But maybe they'll listen because I'm so small for now. You should. What's up? Uh, I'll, I'll be seeing you in a second on our next longer show. Uh, wait, did you, well, you read I saw number two, right? I have. Yes. Did you want to come on for the next show? I would, but I need to get some food. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, no, you can get food and come back if you want to. We're not going to review the book initially, like to, at the very beginning. We've got to talk and, you know, blow each other, circle jerk <laughs> each other. 
shoot me an invite if i come come by i will and if not i yeah i hope we'll you see you next week discussion. okay yeah, all right we'll see you guys later have a great day, everyone peace Thank you.